0: Artists have always been inspired by their colleagues and contemporaries, but at what point does it become biting? Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, and this week, with the release of Doc D's Planetary Destruction, I'm going to talk about inspiration in music. Now, inspiration doesn't only come in music, but it also is in multiple different art forms, and you can see oftentimes with different stages or eras of particular art a lot of the art is very similar uh, I can't think of the examples that I was that I had in mind now but in paintings that that was always a thing there are different sections of time that have very similar sort of art you could say but with music it's a little bit different um Especially hip-hop, because hip-hop hasn't been around that long. So, a lot, a lot of the times when you see someone being, quote-unquote, inspired by another artist, you may assume that they're just trying to copy them. And, yeah, there are definitely copycats out there. Uh, I mean, look at most, like, very unknown new artists on SoundCloud or Instagram or YouTube. They often take heavy inspiration from what's popular. I and mean, most recently, I feel like a lot of people have been trying to go with the baby's flow or I mean not so much like Migos or trap music flow anymore because that's kind of been done to death. But even in that lane, I mean Migos, Lil Baby, Gunna, Thugger, they oftentimes have very similar sounds not necessarily saying that they all sound the same but oftentimes like their beat selection and their lyrics and their delivery can sound pretty similar that's why on tracks that they're all on together it just works really well because they they kind of mesh in that sense with other artists though it's a lot less noticeable uh for example most artists I feel take inspiration from artists like Eminem. Uh, the biggest example that I can think of personally that I've had more exposure to in the past, at least, was Hobson. Everyone at that time was saying, "Oh, Hobson's just biting Eminem's flow and his delivery and his style." And yeah, I get I, you can see it. You could say that there were definitely points at which you could tell that he was heavily inspired by Eminem uh, outside of him saying, yo, Eminem's one of my biggest inspirations. Because he had some of those ultra-violent lyrics every once in a while, and, I mean, the flow itself, yeah, sure. But, I mean, even back then, Eminem's flow was pretty similar to most people's flows at the time, in, at least to me, so I, don't, I didn't really pick up on that personally. I didn't really think that anyone was biting Eminem's flow, but... That's besides the point. That's just what people were saying back then. Nowadays, it really does feel less common that artists are, I guess, straight up taking another artist's style and their delivery. Uh, most recently, outside of the main uh, main example that I'm going to get to in a little bit, I would say it would be D Smoke. But I don't think that's intentional at all. So if you don't know who D-Smoke is, he is Sir's brother and he won that Netflix show. Um, I forgot what it was called now, but it had Chance the Rapper and them on it. But basically, the first time I heard D-Smoke, I immediately picked up on his voice and his like vocal inflections. And for most people, I would imagine, you would immediately be like, yo... Is that Kendrick? But that's that's, a different, that's different, though. Because I don't think D-Smoke had any intentions of doing that. I think that's just how he sounds. I think that's just his voice. But I do know that when his album came out last year, I played it for a few people, and I'm like, hey, who do you think this is? And they're like, is that Kendrick? Just another example that's not really, like, blatant about it because i feel like d smoke's subject matter and his flow and everything was different enough that it didn't really fit into that inspired by or biting sort of category another major artist that has done that well i'd say is the game the game literally just takes inspiration from others in the game and puts it into music but i feel like The game himself also already has kind of established himself as his own artist. So it's not necessarily that he's biting. It's more that he's using other people's flows and their styles to uh, like add to his music and push it forward or into a different direction. Because sometimes you just want to have an album where it's just you want it, but you want to have this sort of style that... Like, someone else can only bring in, like, for example, like, 50 Cent or Eminem or Lil Wayne. Like, those are very particular styles, but the game's able to have brought in that sort of sound as well. And even even when he features artists, like, he can sometimes sound like that artist that's featured. But to me, the game does it in a way that's really intentional. Hell, I mean, like I said, it's in his name. He is the game, the rap game. So, I mean, although he hasn't really gone into that too much in recent projects, it's still there, but everyone just kind of ignores it because it's not as obvious. And that's what I tend to like about artists. They take inspiration from others, but they don't straight up sound like that other artist now that brings me to the main example this week which is Logic and Dr. Destruction now for years Logic has been taking inspiration from other artists and other mediums as well like I mean I think on his first album Under Pressure he was saying like, yo, in the background while he was like recording everything and getting everything done, he had Quentin Tarantino movies playing, which obviously influenced his next albums. they the incredible true story and everybody. I think that was the album after that, which I mean, they had more of a storyline to them. So he really pushed for that. Now, that's cool. Do your thing. With Under Pressure, though, I feel like that was the f- one of the few times that we got a look into Logic himself, and Logic as an artist. Now, we do get glimpses of this every once in a while, especially with his flow, because you can always tell when it's Logic just rapping as Logic, because it sounds very different from a lot of the other things that he'll be saying. Like he has a few lines that he just constantly um, brings up and references. I can't think of them now, but like one of them is the Coretta line, and then like he just has like this little like ad lib bar, <laughs> essentially that he always throws in. And on future projects, we have seen that yo, like yeah, he'll take inspiration from others in the sense that he will sometimes have a similar beat or a uh, similar chorus. Um, like on, on Under Pressure still, uh, I think it was Metropolis that sound that had the same beat as, or very similar beat to Kendrick's Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. I, th- I think that's the songs that I'm thinking of. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously. But on that, that was the first time I was like, wait a minute, this is just straight up the same song because it had the same sort of feel to it and that to me wasn't a huge deal at the time because the rest of the album didn't sound like another artist and we didn't really get a whole lot of that not even not gonna lie I mean my biggest gripe with Logic is not that he is biting others or that he is super unoriginal I mean that is part of it I mean, he's. There are times where he is unoriginal. I don't mean to say that he's just the least original person. Like, I'm not trying to be a full-on hater right now. I'm trying to just say, like, yo, he. My gripes with Logic is more in his bars rather than where he takes inspiration from. And I, I know I've I always joke about it and kind of said it in the past, but I don't really care for him. But he's still someone that I'm gonna check out because. I know his potential, because when I listened to Under Pressure, that was the first project I'm like, okay, shit, this is someone who's actually doing something dope. And I mean, not the first time, but it was one of the few times. And then everything after that was kind of a letdown to me personally, just because everything was kind of more, well, one, he was taking a little bit too much inspiration from some other artists, but also it was just kind of corny bars. I think that was really the main thing for me. Because I know what he was capable of. I know, like on under pressure, it was pretty solid. Moving forward, though, um, and actually, this whole this whole podcast idea came up about um, because of something I mentioned on Twitter that my guy Zach from the Hip Hop Babies podcast uh, responded to. Um, actually, let me pull that up too while I'm rambling. But, if you aren't aware, earlier, well, I mean, it's Friday. Friday the 22nd, I believe it was. January 22nd, if you're watching this way in the future. This podcast, or this album, Dr. Destruction, it seems very heavily influenced by by MF Doom. One in the just the character of Dr. Destruction. Like, he has a mask on his face that is kind of reminiscent of Doom, more so of his Halloween masks that got released, like, that are, like, the plastic ones. But aside from that, the persona that he created, it's a alter ego, which, to be fair, it was one of the few people at first who was like, no, he let him do whatever he wants to do. Like alter egos are not specific to doom. Like I was very open about it and I was looking forward to it in the sense I like, okay, let me see what he wants to do because obviously he's retired or no one retires from the rap game. We've been through this multiple times, but yes, he's retired. So let me see what he's been doing in his free time because this is probably going to be either more fun or more focused because he doesn't really have a record deal in particular. So he doesn't have to do anything to really please the label. This is really just him to do something he wants to do. So that's dope. Because, you know, Def Jam, they're literally the worst label ever, so since he's not doing this on Def Jam, there's a better likelihood of it being pretty solid. So, with this release, (laughs) I said, Logic still has time to say this is a Doom tribute. To which... There was a little bit of back and forth, but the main thing that I wanted to mention was, again, his exact tweet, because it was actually made a lot of sense to me. So it says, People who know Logic know he's paying tribute, just like he does with everyone he pulls from. Kendrick, three stacks, yay. I never feel like he's blatantly ripping off any of them. He's just showing love through his own music. To which I responded, it's more just like kind of what I said before. Inspiration is not really always as obvious as it is with Logic. Like It's more just kind of in their rhyme pattern, or their rhyme schemes. But then he also mentioned with No Pressure, his last album had that on full display, with multiple outcast samples for the instrumentals. You could say it's biting, and ultimately why he couldn't define his own sound. That's totally sensible. Now, for me, I think logic does have its own sound uh, don't get me wrong but it's hard for the general public who are well not the general public like this because it's like a it's like a scale you could say there's people in the middle who are the general public and then there are people on one far end that are the huge logic fans. And then what people on the complete opposite side that are huge logic haters. I feel like I find like I'm somewhere in between both of them at like any given time because I know like I was a logic fan and I know what he's capable of. But I'm also a logic hater because I know what he's capable of. So to me, like it's I can look, like I feel like I can look more into it, but the general public doesn't necessarily acknowledge or know what. His own style is, and what his own delivery is, like it's easy, like looking at under pressure and um any of the young Sinatra tapes, you can see, yeah, he has his own sort of style, although he does take influence and inspiration from other artists, and like I mentioned at the top, that's totally fine, like you can totally take inspiration from artists, that's kind of what you do, like that pushes the art form forward because. I mean, you have someone who's dope that you look up to, so you're going to be like, yeah, no, I want to make music like them. That will be awesome. But going forward with this project, my concern really was that if he didn't go out of his way to say this was a doom tribute, it can sound like it's really a cash grab, kind of like I mentioned last week on the Posthumous uh, albums. This could be seen as a cash grab in the sense that he's just emulating doom and can just basically put it out there so that people be like, oh, this is dope, but without really knowing where he took influence from. Because, so, just to talk about the album briefly, cause I'm not gonna go too in depth because I'm not going to go too in-depth because I'm going to probably do a review for it this coming week, but... The album immediately starts off with a sample from a Doom album, which was actually off the Danger Doom project, so it was more of a Danger Mouse uh, sample. But it samples the same sample as Old School Rules featuring Tal Kuali off of the Danger Doom album. So that's fine. That's cool. But it was very direct, it seems, because that's a very specific um, sample. And obviously it has been used elsewhere too, so don't get me wrong there. But aside aside from that, you hear his voice that has been modified in a way to kind of sound like Doom. Like he lowered his voice and kind of made it more raspy, which was a sound of Doom in his later years. This also then, he also went in and in terms of his production, his production style felt very Doom-esque as well, at times. Um, I was talking to one of my co-workers while I was listening to this album, um, and this, like, there were, there's a few keys, you know, like a piano key that Doom uses frequently that was on one of the tracks that really just stood out to me. I'm like, yo, he just, he's really just emulating Doom right here. Like, in every way, essentially, except for the delivery. With his delivery, you can very easily tell that it's, that is logic. Like, it, it is a very logic sound. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But again, to me, if, for someone who is well-versed in Doom, especially because he recently passed and I've only been listening to his music, really, this really felt inappropriate almost at least because he didn't say that it was a tribute and I honestly do have a hard time believing that he was able to like fully produce and get this album done in the three weeks that we heard that doom passed away because like I said this released on January 22nd and we got the news that doom passed away on December 31st so in reality he probably had to have it finished within a week of the release i mean assuming that he's being um, on time and all that and, like you know just not trying to mess with people although it was only really released on DAPF and soundcloud so you can probably really upload it whenever you want anyways to me i do have a hard time believing that it's not something that he was working on for a long time but i also don't ha- i also can totally see him doing this within 3 weeks because that's kind of the kind of person that he is like because looking at the bars they were uh they weren't that great at times like they were pretty mediocre but again that's that's going to be something that i'm going to go more into with the review so i don't want to dwell on that too much right now but it really does seem like yes this is an mf doom tribute but did he just have this sitting on the back burner for who knows how long? It's hard to say. And aside from the obvious like references in terms of him saying or the uh, the vo- voice change and the uh, the sampling and the production, they straight up mention doom on a few tracks not not doc d or logic in particular but other featured artists they all need not all but they do bring up the fact that yeah this is this sounds like doom now it's really up to you if you believe that this is in bad taste or not i'm kind of torn because like like uh zach was saying it's This is not too out of the ordinary for him. And because it obviously sounds so much like Doom, it is more than likely a Doom tribute. So do we really need him to go out of his way to say, yes, this is a tribute, or this is where I drew inspiration from? Maybe. I mean, I would feel more comfortable with it. But then again, he's never done that in the past. I don't know. Also, actually, before I go further from that, I I did make sure to like, try to check out what others were saying. Because, you know, it's worth it to see what fans of the music were saying about it. Very few of them brought up the fact that it sounded like Doom. Which was interesting to me. I don't know whether or not that's because they aren't familiar with Doom or if they just don't, they have never listened to Doom and they're like, this is this is dope, this is something brand new. But that's just another side note, because if his own fans aren't really recognizing that this is a Doom tribute, or if it's influenced by Doom, specifically, maybe he should let them know, just so that they can go out and check out Doom on his own. Because With other artists that he's been influenced by, such as Outkast and Kendrick and Kanye, it's a little bit more obvious because those are artists that are very well-known. Doom, as as well-known as he is, is still very much in the underground, or was in the underground. So it's... I don't know, I feel like it would just be kind of like paying dues to him. Like, this is an artist that he was obviously influenced by and, you know, had some effect on him musically. Enough so that he made an entire project that's emulating him. I would imagine he would want his fans to check out the original artist. I don't know. I mean, you can definitely look at it as if it were biting, though. Because, like I said, it is so heavily influenced and sounds so similar to Doom. But it could also just be that he wanted to do this and he didn't. He doesn't need to say anything. Um, also, going back to how I mentioned, like, I have a hard time believing that this was written in three weeks. He could have very well just had this sitting on the back burner and was working on this for some time. It's hard to say. Because based on what he was saying on Twitter, he was saying, yo, I met this cat, Doc, Doc D, like, years ago, in Chicago, saying, and he was saying that he was from, like, the year 2097, or something like that. Like, that's weird. <laughs> like, but, I don't know if he was being real about that, because if he was being real about it, sure, it's totally viable that, yeah, he got influence from, from Doom back then, and he's just kind of been messing around, throwing a few tracks together. Um, but then, by him releasing it now, I don't know. Like to me, it just feels weird. Anyways, there, are, like I said, there are definitely other artists that do something like this, uh, not to the same extent, obviously. Like there, like I mentioned, there are, are <laughs> there are artists that just sound very similar just by default. So like, like I mentioned earlier, uh, a lot of the triplet flow artists and the trap artists can sound similar. But then you have people who are like Future. Future sounds so different from everyone else in the trap scene, mostly because of his voice, but also just because of like his subject matter and his flow. If you look at artists like Thugger... He and he gun and Lil baby can sound similar at times. They are still very different artists, though. They have different lanes. And then people who like emulate the baby and other artists like that, they you know, they're just kind of going off of what is popular. I feel. Um, this is in reference to artists who are on SoundCloud and relatively unknown. Who are just trying to get some sort of attention, it feels. And it's fine, I think. As long as you can find some sort of originality in your own work, I think it's okay. And after, like, I really thought about this for a few days, to be honest. And based on my thoughts, with Logic, I feel he's done it in a way that's appropriate enough so, you, like I said, you have those songs that are very heavily influenced by a particular artist and have, a, that, and have that sound, but they don't really, but like he's, he still goes out of his way to have his own songs and have his own delivery and his own, like he's, he has originality at times and I think that's good. Having originality and finding originality in your own music is awesome, but it's not a bad thing to take inspiration. That's all I got, though. I think, that's, I think that pretty much summarizes it, though. You can take inspiration from other artists and your contemporaries, but you also have to make sure that you have some semblance of originality. Because otherwise, people are just going to hate on you for biting. My reasons for hating Logic obviously are different, and I don't straight up hate him. I still understand what he does, but it is what it is. Anyways, let me know in the comments below what you think about artists taking inspiration and or biting, and if you've listened to the Doc D album, let me know what your thoughts on that are. Um, I am going to be doing a review for it this week anyway, so you can wait till then to say something. But let me know if you think that he's just straight up biting or if it's inappropriate, because I am genuinely curious. Also, like and subscribe if you want to see more podcasts and content like this. Thank you for watching, and please stay safe out there.